when you get into the St. Jude doors, don't worry. Welcome to another episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. My name's Landon. Today's sponsor is Il Primo Espresso Cafe. There are two locations at Woodlawn and Central and also downtown at the Epic Center. Try it out today. They have some of the best coffee in town. St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital is leading the way the world understands, treats, and defeats childhood cancer and other life-threatening diseases. One of their main fundraisers is coming up. In Wichita, they do a St. Jude Dream Home giveaway, so keep an eye on our social media for more details about this. We had the opportunity to sit down with Ryder, who is a St. Jude patient, and Laura. Ryder had an aggressive, non-cancerous brain tumor, and after 30 rounds of proton therapy and three years later, Ryder is doing a lot better. We talk all about his treatment, how St. Jude was, and what he likes to do in his free time. Enjoy my conversation with Ryder and his mom, Laura. My name is Landon. Um, I'm here with Laura, Chris, and Ryder. And so we're here to talk about your story a little bit, Ryder, and just kind of tell us about St. Jude a little bit. Um, But before we get started, I heard a little rumor that you have a new family member and friend during quarantine. So can can you tell me about Quigley a little bit? Um, he's my dog. He's not here right now. He's not here. <laughs> what kind of dog did you get? Uh, like yellowish red lab. Oh, very cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Have you had a dog before? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Puppies are puppies are fun though, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell where he is. Tell him what Quigley is. He's at like a training camp thingy. <laughs> Oh, cool. Yeah. I wish uh, we would have done that with mine a little bit better. My, I have a dog as well. She's almost three years old, but she does not walk very well, but (laughs) she's actually just coming down here right now. So. (laughs) Okay. That's fine. Um, Um, yeah, yeah, he's gone for three weeks. We get him back on Thursday. So right. Super excited. That's awesome. What kind of, is it like a full extensive training and everything? Yeah. He, um, (laughs) he was a good puppy, but he, he didn't sleep. He was up all yeah, the time and wanted to play time. all the time <laughs> yeah that can they're full of energy my yeah like i said i have a half chocolate lab half border collie and she is oh, full of energy still so i know what it's yeah. like for sure um yeah. yeah can you guys just tell me a little bit about your family um do you have other kids what's rider mm-hmm. like yeah so um we're a combined family so we mm-hmm. have rider is um we have five older kids okay and then rider's number six Okay. He's yeah. Um, so the other ones are all two of them are in college, mm-hmm. actually three of them are in college. So they're 21, 20, 19, 18 and 17. All right. So, and Very then cool. writers nine. Yeah. Nine. Okay. All right. So, I was going to ask mm-hmm. how old writer was. Cool. Yep. Um, and and yeah, he ahead. loves his brothers and sisters. There's only one left here. Yeah. That's, that's got to take advantage of that. At least you have a puppy now, right? Somebody well, to hang out yeah. with soon in a few days um yeah so yeah can you guys yeah just go ahead and tell me a little bit about your story um how did you first know something was wrong I mean I don't know where to start but yeah you guys can take away with that yeah so um gosh the farther we get away from it you kind of forget but I can do it okay yeah let's hear it so um one day I was it was Halloween day and I was Mm -hmm. walking up 
we were trick or treating and I I would kept bumping in like I couldn't find the doorbell to the houses like couldn't do it like find anything I bumped into my dad's guitars sometimes and and I couldn't find the doorbell and then the next day they scheduled a doctor's appointment and I don't remember how long it was till I got that eye doctor appointment and they just thought I needed glasses Uh so they were like gonna get me glasses and everything but then when you when you say you couldn't find it you just couldn't see at all yeah I just couldn't see wow was that scary um a little bit I kept like tripping into things Mm -hmm. he was six at the time and he was legally blind um and we didn't know it we had no idea so I think probably that was normal for him I thought the people's visions were that bad (laughs) yeah it was blurry come on like that or was it always kind of I guess it's kind of hard to tell when you're six but yeah yeah see that's the thing is we hadn't noticed it we just went off kind of what what we were noticing and and right I would say that was in October the end of October the beginning of the school year we started noticing he was sleeping a lot Mm. I'd pick him up from school and he would sleep from the time we got home until through the night so he was missing activities he was missing piano he was and I thought should I wake him or should I just let him sleep and I thought he was just adjusting to the school year Right. Um, and we noticed he was holding things really close. Um, books yeah, and my stuff. Math teacher would noticed that. Yeah. So I would say it probably started growing kind of okay. around that time. It's a tumor sure. that they think he was probably born with. Right. Um, and it probably was there, but just wasn't growing. And then it just, for whatever reason, Wow. Started I mean, that would, yeah, that would be hard. Cause I mean, you guys, I mean, unless you notice something, how would you know? And he doesn't know any different. I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. So exactly. Oh, well, and he scary. has, he has no peripheral vision now and he, wow. you know, he doesn't know any different. Right. So it's true. If you, you just know what, you know, kind of a little bit on the side though. Mm-hmm. He just thinks it's normal. Right. So, um, so but, yeah, so you mentioned a tumor. So what, what kind of tumor was it? What was that all about? So he has what's called a craniopharyngioma, um, and it's um, right. It's on his pituitary <laughs> gland. Mm-hmm. So um, with his tumor, there is the solid part, and then there are then there's fluid-filled cysts, mm-hmm. um, and that's what was pushing on his optic nerve. Wow. So we had this scan done in Wichita, mm-hmm. but they hadn't really seen one. They, they identified it. They knew what it was, but they right. did not thank, thank goodness. They didn't want to touch it. Yeah. Um, right. so they knew enough to say, you know what A specialist, this is, yeah. this is what you have, but you need to go. And they gave us kind of some options mm-hmm. and, um, kind of left it up to us. Wow. Is that pretty Where rare? That type of tumor? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, I don't think I've ever heard of anybody with that before. Mm-hmm. So, wow. You know, who has this kind of tumor now? So they, they appear in kids uh-huh i don't know that i don't know the ages but usually it's um you know four through 12 mm-hmm. i don't know younger kids mm-hmm. and then again in older uh adults so um i think the figure skater um uh-huh. oh my gosh i'm drawing a blank there's a figure skater that has this tumor. okay yeah okay. so but it's oh. yeah it's pretty rare Interesting. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so then, so they referred you, was it straight to St. Jude's or did, was it somewhere else first? No, straight to St. Jude's. Okay. We were there. We were, we did the scans at Wesley mm -hmm. and, um, we were at St. Jude the following day. Wow. Uh, we flew out and we were there within 24 hours. And where Once was, we did, where was this St. Jude location? Sorry. Uh, where was what? this location? St. Jude? Yeah. In Memphis. Oh, it's in Memphis. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So we flew to Memphis and okay. he had surgery by Sunday um, wow. to, to take the pressure, take the, the fluid out of the cyst so that mm -hmm. his eyesight, they were worried about his eyesight, mm -hmm. um, getting his eyesight back. And so he do did. They, do they just take the fluid out or do they remove the whole tumor? Is that even possible or? It is. It is possible. Um, they didn't, first they wanted to get the fluid out. And then um, we were going to do radiation mm -hmm. at that point, but the cyst kept filling back up. Mm. So they couldn't really radiate the tumor because they wanted to hit the solid mass. So they couldn't radiate the tumor until they got the cyst, uh, collapsed the cysts or wow. got the fluid out of the cyst. So um, they went in and they did do surgery and uh, ended up removing it, the tumor. Wow. wow. Um, but then, so we, we came home and then three months later, we went back to St. Jude for scans and it mm -hmm. had started growing back. So gotcha. at that point we went ahead and did radiation. Okay. So, so what was the total length of the process? So it was like October-ish when this first kind of kicked off and then how long? So we were at St. Jude the first time um, we came home right before Christmas Okay. because we were so excited. We were going skiing and we yeah. were excited that we got to go skiing um, for Christmas. So um, that was from October and then we were home right before Christmas and then we went back in March Okay. and, and then we, um, ended up staying until his last, when was your last radiation date? We May made it. Yeah. We know the date of his last radiation. It was yeah. May 8th. Wow. So. And is that the, uh, proton therapy? Is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. What, what does that consist of? I guess I'm not super familiar with how radiation, I hear that term with like, especially like cancerous stuff, but I don't understand what that really means. Yeah. Well, I didn't, it's one of those things Ryder did. I stayed out in the waiting room, but they, yeah. they he had a mask. They made, they build yeah. you a mask. Mm -hmm. And do you want to tell him? Uh, so they build you a mask mm -hmm. where you have to put your face into it. And like it's your face is supposed to like soak into it. It kind of feels good. Um, because it's warm. Mm -hmm. And then, so you go in back into the room, and then you can't wear any metal. And the there's like the machine, the radiation mm -hmm. machine just goes all the way around you, mm -hmm. and it feels super weird and stuff. It just looks super weird. So I have to brag about Ryder. You 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 have to hold incredibly still, mm -hmm. and so usually they um, sedate kids. Mm -hmm. so that they're sleeping and they, they won't move because you cannot move at all because, you know, they've got to radiate where the tumor mm -hmm. is. And so we practiced because we didn't want to have to put him to sleep every day right. for 30 days. So um, he, we worked on it and worked on it and he was able to do every treatment awake. Wow. That's Just, incredible. Good job. He, yeah. He laid there and listened to Christmas music. <laughs> How long does each session last? Um, no more than uh, 30 minutes 30 total. Minutes. Okay. That's, um, 
going back, changing. He wore a suit to every every treatment. Oh. I kept saying, don't you want to put on sweats? Because you have to take everything off. But he wore a suit and tie to every treatment. So it's pretty much 30 minutes total. I think probably 15 minutes of radiation, uh-huh. 10 to 15 minutes okay. of actual like the radiation. I think the setup t- took longer. Mm-hmm. No, no. You thought it was vice versa. Oh, okay. Ryder, was it scary at all your first time? Uh, we did like a practice round okay. mm-hmm. first, so it wasn't that scary. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So you kind of know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And he got to see the machine and we watched videos. Yeah. And um, so he really did know what to expect. They're so good at preparing, preparing you. And like I said, working with them on, it was so important to us to, to do them awake. I came skipping out every time. <laughs> yeah. Like, a lot of times the when you're put to sleep, they were they didn't feel good afterwards. Yeah. So right. Ryder came out just feeling great. And we were able to enjoy our time there because he wasn't put to sleep. We went to the children's museum and I mean we saw a lot of Memphis. Yeah, that <laughs> every yeah, afternoon. Because our treatments were usually in the morning. So okay, yeah. One time there later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite thing to go see in Memphis, Ryder? I don't like Bass Pro Shops or what's that place called that that children's museum? He liked the children's museum. Yeah. I forgot what it was called. I think it's called the children's museum. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think. And so, Bass Pro Shops right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh Ryder, what made you want to wear a suit every day? Um, just basically when you like it made it always made me not feel like I was, it made me not feel like I had like a tumor or anything. Yeah. It always made me feel good. Yeah, for sure. I love that. I love that. That's really cool. I doubt there's too many people, especially kids that would want to wear a suit to treat me like that, but that's really cool. I don't have a suit on right now. Cause I don't really have any, I kind of outgrew everything. Oh yeah. Um, that, that's good. I think everybody kind of knew of Ryder just because of the suits. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody, but you know. Yeah, like, sure. Oh, you're, you're the kid in the suits. <laughs> right, right. That's really cool. So what was your, yeah. um, you mentioned kind of how helpful and everything St. Jude was. What, what else can you tell me about that experience? Oh, well, it's not just, you know, it's everybody. It's everybody there, all the, the families, the patients, the families. I mean, it's just... I can't even say good enough. I mean, we're, so we're going next week. We go for, mm-hmm. we go for a checkup. We're leaving Sunday and he's so excited. You know, it's just, um, well, it's comforting too. you know, mm-hmm. just your, all the scientists and everybody there, you know, you do, you look out the window and you see, yeah, we're like, going to bed and their lights are their still, lights on, are still and on. You can see wow. it's, it's pretty amazing. And, and everybody's just, so nice and they really do take care of you <laughs> everyone knows me plus another thing is i'm always saying hi to people i'm like hi 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 <laughs> and it it's nice to to be around people who have kind of gone through a lot of the same stuff right. and you know we don't have a lot of friends back here that you know have a brain tumor and go to sure. st jude <laughs> right yeah, so no kidding. um it's nice you get back there and you you meet people that even we've met several people that, that they have the same tumor as Ryder does. Yeah. So which you're probably not going to meet anywhere else. So wow. no. And it's fun to kind of share experiences with them and yeah. 
every, and they're, they're all so different. This tumor is so, every, and maybe that's the way it is with most, but they all are different. They, right. they affect people differently. Mm-hmm. Are they, so, I guess, like, like you said, they're different, but are any of them, are they in the similar part of the brain or pituitary mm-hmm. or are they kind of all over? Mm-hmm. Well, they're all in the same. So Ryder's tumor, they're all located in the same area. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the reason Ryder's doing so well, I mean, a lot of them do, but um, they didn't do anything here in Wichita. Mm-hmm. Um, when They knew enough to say, you know what, we're not right. going to touch it. So they sent us to the experts and the experts took care oh. of everything. You know, the surgeon mm-hmm. was the surgeon in uh, Memphis. He, he does a lot of these tumors. So, mm-hmm. you know, we just had the experts taking care of them. And I think that that's one of the reasons you don't find that everywhere. There are some, yeah. some local, you know, a diagnosis, they, they go in and try to right. fix it. Fix it. And yeah. then they end up at St. Jude and, you know, right. but the yeah, patients sure. don't do as well because there's yeah. so many things in that area that can be affected. And, um, so yeah, for luckily sure. for Ryder, we don't have, he's not on a lot of medicine. Yeah. Um, that is good. News. He's incredibly lucky. And did you say, is it every, you said every six months you have to go back? Yeah. So now we go every six months. Okay. And will because that tail off to like every year or will that drop down at all? Yeah. In five years. Okay. Um, so he has five years of every six months. And then after that, he'll go every year. Okay. Um, and I don't know that maybe for 10 years. Sure. Um, his, his tumor, they, I think they check maybe a longer period because of regrowth and stuff. Mm-hmm. These tumors are really stubborn and they like right. to grow back. So they, yeah. they check Yeah, for, sure. for a longer period of time. The proton treatment though has, you know, killed it. And yeah, that's awesome. I'd love to hear that you're doing so well. That's really cool. I mean, it was great. That the Wichita doctors knew enough that they didn't didn't trust themselves or knew that experts mm-hmm. would be better. So that's awesome that that'll worked out really well. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we say that about, um, Dr. Hall is his, was the oncologist and, and I'm drawing a blank on some of the other doctors, but yeah. they identified it. They knew what it was, but they, mm-hmm. they just knew that they didn't want to, didn't want to do it because there were people that could do, they see them more often. So. Sure. Yeah. Had you guys, had you heard of St. Jude's or like, were you familiar with it at all before all this? Only through the commercials. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I feel like, a, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's really it. And not in a million years did we ever think that, you know, we'd be there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Okay. I didn't even know that there was a hospital called that. Yeah. Yeah. We'd heard of it, mm-hmm. but um, just I mean, really, it's all through just because of the commercials. Right. So, right. And it really is what it you know the commercials look like. That's really cool. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and kind of pitch that, um, I guess. So part of the reason I got connected with St. Jude was Uh to uh, bring awareness to the home giveaway that's coming up here in the next few months. Um, Uh So I just, now that you've experienced firsthand kind of what they can offer and what they can do for people, uh, why is it so important for your family, um, for people to support this campaign? Oh, well, (laughs) just for just kids like Ryder, you know, just to give them a chance and to Um, you know, the, the research, the money that goes towards the research and, and all of the, um, you know, like when we travel to, to Memphis, the housing is all taken care of. You know, I just send out an email saying, I'm going to be there from this state to this state. 
they take care of everything. They set up our schedule. I mean, it just takes all of that away. So I truly do just get to go. And now dad can't go this time because of COVID, but um, mm. usually it's both of us. Right. But I just get to go and, and be there for Ryder. Yeah. You know, and just focus on him and making sure that he's well. And um, so, and without the support of other people, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I love to hear that. It's it's such a cool mission and such a cool yeah. place for people to be able to go to. Yeah. Well, even my, so my, my niece is a, a Tri-Delta, um, mm. the sorority and she, mm -hmm. that was one of the big yeah, reasons that she wanted she to be a Tri-Delta was because yeah. of Ryder and, wow. um, she's really close to him. And so it's just, it's just great. I mean, my whole family, his whole family, we've all just, it just has a whole new meaning now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Ryder, I just wanted to ask you a couple questions. What do you like to do in your free time? Um, usually just play like me and my friends sometimes play Roblox with each other. Okay. Yeah. So tell me what you're like Taekwondo. Oh yeah. I have to do, I, I do like Taekwondo and piano. We keep them pretty busy. Yeah. Golf, Taekwondo. Wow. He's yeah. A green belt. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which one is your favorite because i know you play piano taekwondo golf what's your favorite um taekwondo or piano yeah very cool how long have you been playing piano yeah, probably two years well he was playing piano when because i remember before. i had to yeah before his tumor because so four years probably wow. three or four years yeah. that's incredible that's fun yeah yeah a while. <laughs> um, so that's kind of all I had. Ryder, is there anything else you want to tell anybody, maybe um, people in Wichita or kids that might be going through at St. Jude? Do you have any words of advice or anything you'd like to tell people? Um, when you get into the St. Jude doors, don't worry. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, that's true they do they just you walk in and they take it from there i mean it's, it's really true that's incredible i think that's a great message to kind of end on and get that word out that um if anything i mean god forbid something does happen to somebody that's listening or their family that there is this opportunity and these people out there to help and again i, I thank you guys for coming on i'm glad i could hear your story and that writer you're doing so great and good luck with everything i hope it continues to go well Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you. And we we'll love sure sharing. To... Thank you again to everyone that listened to this episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. If you enjoyed, please rate and review our podcast on whatever app you use. If you have any recommendations, please reach out at wichitalifeict at gmail.com. Thanks again.